HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. The following program has been brought to you by Tabard Inn. Feast on eclectic American cuisine in their acclaimed restaurant or enjoy a cocktail and listen to live jazz in one of their cozy Victorian sitting areas. Mingle with travelers from around the world who find the Tabard the only place to stay when their travels bring them to Washington. For more information, visit www.tabardinn.com. Hi there, I'm Kathy Airway, and this is Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. Uh, we're here at Roberta's Pizza. It's been a hell of a snowy last few weeks, and I got stuck on my way over here. But we're all here now, and um, it's the beginning of, well, actually, it's almost the end of January, but still very much at the beginning of the year, and perhaps many of you have made uh, resolutions. Maybe it has to do with eating well or eco-vering your home. Is that a word? Eat over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a product at any rate. Oh, it's sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm like recycling man, uh, marketing that I hear. I guess. Um, anyway, so there's a lot of things. Um, there's a lot of you know talk about composting, but the the gripes I hear most commonly is that it's smelly, it's gross, and it's a pain. Um, there's two ways most people know how to do it. You either do it and actually have a compost bin and that you have to turn and you somehow use the compost in your own garden or you collect compost in a smelly bucket and you drop it off. And uh, however, Vondra Thorburn, who's my guest today, had a different solution and she calls it her company Vokashi. Um, and it's a kitchen waste solution where you actually don't have to take it anywhere. How does it work? Thunder? Well, it a, it's a, works as a, a, a sort of like a, a, a diaper service, really. <laughs> yeah, you, I like that. You uh, collect your food waste in a, in a bucket that we provide and the, a bran, uh, which we make too, and it's the bran that's the magic, actually, that has the effect of microorganisms in it so that you can... Um, uh, so the the bran actually prevents the food the waste from going bad and from putrefying, and actually ferments your mm-hmm. food waste. So your food, and then we come through once a month. We pick up the the buckets, and then we take off to the second step of this, which is the going off to composting sites. And uh, we have a, a 
wonderful arrangement now with the East New York Farms where we can take, you know, 100 buckets a month. Oh, great. And they and, use it for their, their composting project. pile. So, and they are looking for, as they say, high nitrogen. And a bucket full of your fermented f- food waste is very, very high nitrogen. All right. And uh, so it's actually really cool. This is my the beginning of my um, second year. And um, uh, my uh, business plan actually won... Uh, the Second place in the BPL's uh, power up com- power up, up competition, actually. So congratulations! Uh, yeah, it was fun, uh, and the whole process actually has been a great sort of change in um, in my life. You know, I mm-hmm. turned sixty two, and here I am. You're at the cutting edge of and, and doing something that I should be young. doing in my thirties. <laughs> And well, I really wish that I was 30, when I have to think of... <laughs> well, I wish I had thought of this, but it takes time, obviously. <laughs> right. And uh, to be truthful, it's the washing of the buckets that, that is actually the pain. <laughs> but uh, like but you're sparing other people the, yes, that's from the, having that's to do it. That's the service. Yeah. You see, that's the diaper part of the service. Yeah. You know? So, um, and it's actually the, the method is uh, an old Japanese method of fermenting food waste called bokashi. Oh my gosh, that's like pickling. Yes. Yes, I know that. Yes. Yes. Rice yes. bran, okay. Yes, yes. So when I was thinking about doing a composting service a couple of years ago, and I thought about it because I knew there was a crisis mm-hmm. in the collection at Fort Greene, you know, that they, lots of people were coming off and dropping off their, their food waste. Mm-hmm. But really, there weren't a lot of people that wanted to get onto the trike and trike it around to the... To Lower East Side and Ecology. And uh, to the added farm or whatever. So mm, I knew that. I and that's when I thought maybe there could be a service in here that would, you know, where some people could benefit from making some money. because yeah, the you don't it, have to leave your house. Oh, that's right. And you don't have to um, volunteer to do... So the whole notion of this, which is how, you know, the residential composting is set up at the moment, is that it's all volunteer... I think it needs to be a green business myself. So at any rate, we, um, <clears throat> and then I thought, well, let me be a composting service. And I said, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't pick up. Uh, a one woman yeah. composting <laughs> pickup. <laughs> <Right. or. laughs> and I said, but I can't be living with uh, rotting food. And that's when I Googled and came across Bokashi. Bokashi, New Zealand. I happen oh. to be a New Zealander. So mm. I emailed Bokashi New Zealand right away. They said, well, uh, here's a guy in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, his name is Eric Lancaster. He knows everything about EM in America. And spoke to uh, to uh, Eric. Eric said, well, I have a good friend in uh, Manhattan called Shig Matsukawa. Uh, so next thing I was uh, meeting up with Shig and he was wonderful and sort of mentoring me through the first um, six months of collecting, making the brand, getting the original customers, planting the, orig- the original buckets. And okay, so that's this. how you learned. Uh, and there we go. And, and you gave me this wonderful mason jar called, with a label on it, fermented, fermented food, food waste. waste. That's right. So, the thing so about this that, is what you did. You're going to open up that. And Do that, you remember what food it was or... Well, there'll be some apples and uh, cores and um, a... Um, it smells like vinegar. There we go. And the most important thing about that, Kathy, is that bottle, I've been carrying that around as a sort of a sample of 
what fermented food waste smells like mm-hmm. for about nine months. It doesn't look too pretty, but it smells all right. And it smells all right. <laughs> and there's no worms. No. There are no maggots. No. And that's the main thing about... Uh, but it's living, wank. though, right? It's, well, it's, it's doing something. Well, it's doing something anaerobically. Mm-hmm. So these are the, the microorganisms that survive and thrive without air. And those are lactic acid and yeast and a phototropic bacteria, bacteria that we're rather familiar with, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they actually are preserving the, all of the food waste and, and somewhat working chemically to sort of break down the cellulose and the um, lignin in the, the food property, but stabilizing it, really. Mm-hmm. Just holding it until all the material meets its partners, as it were, its cousins, uh, which are the microbes in the soil. So they're all waiting, waiting until they get into the soil, and then they will combine with uh, the microbes in soils that actually do help decompose the material into um, what is essentially um, the, the, the matter, the dust, that is compost. That in the soil. That's the soil. Okay. Now, it's a, this material actually works very. Fermented food waste can be added to other garden waste and yard waste, and it's this combination of yard waste and um, food waste that we all associate with compost. Right. That's yeah. the compost material. So you could add a fermented food waste to yard waste to make that compost material that was sort of we uh, uh, think of and we purchase when we want to put something mm-hmm. into a planter. But the other way of using fermented food waste is to just put it into the soil directly as a, um, as a fertilizer. And actually that's traditionally how uh, the fermented food waste would be just and plowed so- into um, beds that are going to be used for the next... And what's yes. the outcome on the, the plants that are planted in just those fermented food waste? Well, the, it's not just the fermented food waste. It's in the soil. The, f- the fermented food waste has been a fertilizer to the soil. Those plants work very, very well. They grow and they're I rich. I can imagine. Yeah, they're great. Tons and, of nitrogen, right? Yep. And uh, the actually the other part of, of EM, uh, the... Uh, which is effective microorganisms, and is this whole technology that the Japanese have perfected, is to use the EM as a, a spray um, mm-hmm. on plants to like actually a compost change. juice or yes, tea exactly, or something a tea to, okay. that, to really encourage the growth of yeah, the, I've so seen they've that done. Got, <laughs> yeah. So there, there are some sites in in the states actually where there are. Uh, farms, pecan farms, um, pepper farms in, in the southwest that are using EM as a spray to... Um, to uh, I think I to saw care. that done at Stone Barns. They have a compost tea bubbler. They do. They yeah. do. I'd love to go out to Stone Barn, actually. Cause so the, the biggest thing about this, actually, Kathy, is the degree to which... Um, this the the revolution, as I like to think of it, is in the way is to helping households mm-hmm. uh, food yeah. uh, com- collect their food waste. And to me, this is the game changer. This is what I think is really really exciting. I have about thirty five going on to almost fifty households now that are um, participating on a monthly basis. There are many more that have 
purchased buckets and are doing in it the by past? themselves. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But at the moment, I'm picking up from uh, 35 uh, households a month, which is great. And so they're beginning to, you know, people are beginning to do this as a lifestyle change. It's a learning process, too. I really yes. like the educational aspect of oh, it. Oh, yes. Because, I mean, hey, you could be as involved or not involved, um, but this is what's going on. And that's, that's, that's a reality. And that's mm-hmm. fascinating, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, the big thing, of course, of my part is the, you know, what we're going to do to really when we're collecting from thousands of households Mm -hmm. it's like oh Christ now what do you do with all the money but there's also the other part of feeding all of this fermented food waste to community gardens Mm -hmm. uh, so they can have viable uh, composting uh, systems most community gardens cannot have viable composting uh, 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 systems because they're labor-intensive, you just need one gardener to say, oh, that smell, oh, oh, I saw a rat. <laughs> and people will say, we're not doing it. Right, or you put something wrong in the compost or yeah. the litter. Oh, dear. And do it. so it's the cause of many uh, community um, strifes. Hmm. But the Lower East Side, uh, El, um, El Sol Brianti, which is a uh, wonderful garden on um, East 12th Street, and my friend Shig Matsuakawa has been working with the gardeners there. And for a year now, they have been collecting uh, food waste from the neighborhood t- into these uh, fermenting systems that are in their, their oh, garden. They are thrilled. Okay. No rats. <laughs> and uh, so gardeners... No public smells. No yeah. public smells. And just material that can be added to their worm bins, can be added to their yard waste... And actually is being plowed into the uh, neighborhood uh, children's garden to restore some nutrients. And hey, who can complain if if they have plants look healthy and thriving? That's right. That's the bottom line. If Mm -hmm. they're right. Yep. Thanks. So that's uh, so that's very exciting. And so my uh, hope is to um, develop uh, networks around community gardens that will take residential. Uh, food waste right n- nearby mm-hmm. all right so let's get right back to that i have a million questions but i know you brought a song and oh, i wanted right. to plop that on jack can we rock it we'll be right. right back <laughs> i can compost anything in my marvelous compost bin it sits behind the garden shed, always waiting to be fed. Plastic ones from B&Q, can't do what my bin can do. Cabbages and cauliflowers are rendered in a matter of hours. The next door neighbor's bowling shoe took a day or maybe two. I can compost anything in my marvellous compost bin. Oh, he can compost anything in his marvellous compost bin. Granddad brought it home for me from a journey overseas. When Granddad died from drinking gin, we put him in my compost bin. All right, we're back on Let's Eat In. I'm Kathy Irway, your host, and here is Vondra Thorburn, the incredible founder of Vakashi Kitchen Waste Solutions. And um, I'm looking at a pamphlet right now for your work. Um, 
And a lot of people wonder, you know, what can't go into compost? And there's different ways to compost, too. If you're going to have your own just bin, there's some things that you can't really include. And I think this broadens the field um, Mm -hmm. with your system of fermenting it with Mm -hmm. this bran. Mm -hmm. Um, It really does the trick on a lot more Mm-hmm. on a lot more things like um so fresh fruits vegetables mm-hmm. that's a kind of a common Basic. sense mm-hmm. and cooked or uncooked foods and leftovers so you okay. can do prepared foods which mm-hmm. a lot of people cannot put into their community compost drop off right and meat chicken and fish bones you better mm-hmm. yeah and and who doesn't you know have that if they cook at home right um, and it seems like such a waste because this is so much nitrogen. This is what the plants need right, <laughs> it's for right. a nitrogen-rich yeah. soil. Mm-hmm. And then dairy, cheese, eggs, and eggshells. Mm-hmm. So everything. Coffee right. grinds, tea bags, wilted flowers, dried mm-hmm. leaves, pa- mm-hmm. biodegradable paper towels, mm-hmm. lint, and hair. You can clean up your whole bathroom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anything, basically anything living and organic. And or, actually what we say that you can't include are liquids. You know, um, milks, uh, oh. yogurts, oils, and uh, juices. Put it down the drain. <laughs> but, but actually, we could take the, those liquids. It's not that you can't yeah. take them. It's just that I don't want to be carrying around buckets of, um, of liquid. <laughs> so we say don't put liquids into the buckets because... Um, uh, you know, we're carrying out, you know, a full bucket is about 30 hey, pounds. Hey, anyway. is in her 60s. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> give her a break. <laughs> and, we, and, of course, the other thing is not to put in the plastic wraps and, uh, and rubber yeah. bands. Um, oh, those naughty, yes. unbiodegradable things. Yes. Styrofoam, please and stay styrofoam. away. Oh, yes. But we are trying, I am taking some of the corn, um, the Husk? corn, no, no, you know, the, the, the new uh, peanuts, the packing peanuts. Oh yeah, that are made of, of cornstarch, and and I would love to be able to take some of the the, the corn uh, plateware and and cutlery. Yeah, but for that, what we would really have to do is to have some macerator, which would could crush grind, it. Yeah, yeah, grind down. And, um, and that's a huge thing now. Yeah. Seeing mm. these biodegradable, a lot of restaurants uses mm-hmm. biodegradable mm-hmm. potato starch or something cups. Yes. And um, there's this great uh, Ventera plates that you may have seen. The yeah. square, you know, very fashionable bamboo leaf, I think, something yes. like that. Yes. A banana leaf, and um, yes, they're compostable. But uh, there's not a whole lot of options. To co- you can't really right compost there. it yourself. Yeah. You I don't know. Anything. Well, how yeah. do you break that down? Uh, added value is not going to take there, nor oh. is uh, the Lower East Side Ecology Center either. Yeah. So, but what we could, but I would love to be able to take it. And but there are a couple of steps. We'd have to have some sort of uh, macerator where we could grind up and, and make paper shredder, and a paper shredder, <laughs> plastic yeah. shredder. Ah, and oh, is it Greenware? Thought. Is the cup company? Ah, yeah, good. Yeah, there should so. be a, some solution. Maybe they should sell shredders of some sort. Well, there, there are. If I if I were to to when I think big, as I like <laughs> to think big, um, I and I think of sort of partnering with a uh, with a green um, uh, hauling uh, carting company, and the carting companies that are trying to service the green restaurants. What I would be thinking about is to uh, find a, a the solution of fermenting that volume of of material that comes from restaurants and also having a macerator Mm -hmm. you know making a a a machine that 
that could live in restaurants that takes all of the organic matter, chops it all down to, to, review, to reduce the volume. Then you add the fermented bran to that material and then you put that into 33 or 50 gallon um, uh, vats mm-hmm. and you take that off site and then you let it ferment. Now, fermentation takes two weeks. But it can also be left like that for two years. So imagine being able to collect and to store all of our food waste for months at a time. And with all of this uh, microbial inoculant and just waiting to go back into the soil, my biggest dream on this, and as I say, sort of partnering up with a uh, cottoning company. Let's hear your big dream right now. All there. There we go. Okay. Is uh, and if there are any carting companies out there, my number is seven one eight six two three one nine one one. You got it. <laughs> then you heard you it could, here. Um, then we would be looking at um, uh, partnering actually for a, a, a soil remediation. My biggest hope is that we can take the tons of food waste, uh, process it, ferment it and then feed it back into soils that are contaminated. Yes, because yeah, that's a big problem. Yes, and uh, so my, really? uh, my vision of the sort of the Gowanus Canal is being cleaned up with uh, the food waste. The shores of Greenpoint. And, yeah. You know. yeah. Wow. I mean, just am- amazing, just wonderful. So can people we, can garden because now you know, there's and an then, interest now. then you have uh, so to me that's the big thing, and I say that actually because at the big level, you know, waste management. I mean, to the big, biggest sort of waste uh, uh, industry and players in this country, they, what they want to do is to grab it and put it into a, mm. into these uh, uh, biofuels or take all of our garbage and and, and set up these sixty-five million dollar. Uh, machines mm-hmm. to create a methane. All of that, I, I'm I'm hoping that we can sort of have enough leverage and go down a different road. That's fascinating. Rather than using our food waste as a fuel, right, a source for fuel, but actually use it as a way to replenish garnish. and refine it. And yeah. some of these places are so toxic; they're deemed, you know, you have mm-hmm. to completely take out, out all this oil and replace do you think it's salvageable like this this method this fermented food waste will actually over time change the chemistry of it enough that it is no longer toxic you soil? know i i'm i'm going to put some money on it oh, i wow. we do have to do the research i have friends at um, at uh, and joshua chan at Brooklyn College, it's the Environmental Science and Analytical Center there, and uh, students and a wonderful uh, sort of state-of-the-art uh, soil testing machine waiting for some big uh, projects where hmm. we can find the land that, that are moderately toxic. And then, of course, there are going to be some, some other problems, but, mm-hmm. but if we can be t- sort of adding to, because we know that microbes can be used for... Um, oil remediations and salt remediations, whether they can be used for lead remediation is another uh, big issue. Okay, so start with the small. But you start with some small. 
and then so and, and down so but you know this is these are big ideas right, need some right. big grants no, but that's a yeah. beautiful thought and oh, a great okay. metaphor because i mean it's like a total transformation it's a, you can take something that is thought to be dead mm-hmm. and you actually waste you know yeah waste will actually make it into something that is thriving and living again and mm-hmm. able to produce food Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it's a, fascinating, and it's of course really the cycle of life. I mean, it is it was always, as they say, from dust to dust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. oh my gosh, is that sweet? So it's more than you know. This is a lot more than just having somebody pick up your trash yeah, for you. Right. I, I think that this is we're onto something. You are onto something that is very well. We are inspiring. Actually. So yes, thank you. All right, Vandra, thank you so much. And please, uh, folks, if you'd like to be one of those 35 households that, that I would like you. I to come on, I'm looking for come my on first. board, check out Vokashi, V O K A S H I. Um, you know, or just call Vandra. And I'm going to be testing out this fermented food waste because I can't wait. You have a little bucket our... there, you have yep. the bread. And uh, really then nice you'll bucket. just, and it's a pretty bad, and you'll, and you'll it says give eco me eco smart on it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Alrighty. I'll Thank have to you, let you guys Kathy, know what so happens. Much. Thanks yeah. so much, Vandra. We'll see you next week. Thank you.